The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you could join me today. Today on the show, we will continue our discussion about cellular memory, what it is, how we got it, etc., etc. But before I get into that, I'd like to say that uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. You can learn a lot more about me on my website, The Healing Whisper, and uh, that is thehealingwhisper.com, as well as you can connect with me on Twitter. And I want to say hello to my meerkat friends that are also watching the show live right now. Well, Let's just say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider in your area, or maybe not in your area, but Please check with that licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. So, cellular memory. What is up with that? Why is it so important? Well, let me just do a little recap of last week's show about what's going on and, and what's so important about cellular memory. Well, first of all, what is cellular memory? It is our memories. A lot of times people think of our memories as something that's in our head, but it's actually not, not something in our head. It is in all of our cells. You know, scientists have researched for a long time on the brain to try to find where our memories are located. And come to find out, they're, they're, they've removed just about every portion of the brain that can be removed, and the memories still exist. And through other research and lots of other, let's say, uh, things that people have talked about, 
we now know that our memories are all in our cells in every part of our body. And some of the, the, the stories, the people that have talked about it usually are, well, amputation victims uh, or people that have had amputations still have the memory of that limb. And that's used to be ghost, called ghost pains or things along those lines. But it's actually a memory in the rest of the body. And then there are the people that are recipients of transplants. And there's one fairly famous one of a lady that received a heart-lung transplant. She was a very healthy individual as as diet goes. I, I'm not really certain as to the reason for the transplant of heart and lung. It, it may have been a genetic condition. But whatever the condition, once she received the heart and lung, her personality changed. She craved foods like Kentucky Fried Chicken, which she had never actually eaten before in her entire life. And her personality, she actually became a very aggressive individual. And I believe that that this individual had uh, written a book. It's called Change of Heart. And the name of that book, you can look it up and and read the book if uh, you're curious about what went on. But those are the things that let us know that all of our memories are in every single cell of our body. And so then you might ask the question, well, how did we get these memories? Most people don't ask this question, really, but you can get memories beyond just your own personal experiences. You can receive memories from your parents. And it's not because of a story that they tell you. Yes, you can get that knowledge. But the actual memory of the story that they are telling doesn't come to you by way of that story. It comes by way of genetics. You can only have a parent's memory, the actual memory, through the genetics. Now, if you just remember what I spoke about just just now, about how our memories are in every single cell of our body, that includes the cell of the egg and the cell of the sperm. Now, granted, it is a half cell. So for all we know, you may only have half of your parents' memories. Which half? It's hard to say. I think, this is my personal opinion, I think that that half memory might be the more traumatic memories because of its energy. And something like a, a, a real tragedy or toxic memory or whatever you want to call it might be 
again, in my opinion, might be the memory that is passed down more likely than the happy memories. Negative memories tend to carry greater energy. So you can get memories not only from your parents, but from their parents, and so on and so forth. Many, many generations of memories. I have heard some, or I've read, some people saying generational memories can go up to the seventh generation. I've also heard that generational memories have no limit. Whatever the case, yes, we can inherit these memories for many, many generations. Now, why is all of this cellular memory so important? Our memories are things that cause us to create certain beliefs. And not only do our memories cause our beliefs, but our parents' memories cause the beliefs that we carry. And it's not exactly, it's, it's not exactly, again, because we were told to have that memory, but we were also given that memory by their beliefs. And this very well could be why the beliefs that we carry go so many generations back. And I'm talking about beliefs that are negative along the lines of prejudices that we tend to carry. And I'll get into that in a little more depth here in after a break. But before we get into that break, let me just say that the beliefs that we have can be either positive beliefs or negative beliefs. And the positive beliefs are great. They keep us healthy. The negative beliefs are what causes disease. Now, why would a negative belief cause a disease? Well, it's simply because that negative belief also causes stress in our bodies. And that stress is what causes us to get sick. You know, the Centers for Disease Control say that stress causes 90% of the illness. And there's lots of individuals that would disagree with that, that 100% of stress causes our illness. And it makes sense when you think about it that if we're under stress and it's because of our beliefs that are carried with our memories, which are in every single cell of our body, 
If we have a weak area within the DNA that a negative belief causes that DNA to break, then that can cause that illness, even a genetic illness, which, as we know, could have started generations back. So this is why we ask the question, why do we have so much more disease now than we used to? Even more genetic illnesses. And again, it's my personal belief, it has nothing to do with that, well, we just are better at diagnosing this disease. That may be part of it, but really it's because we are becoming more and more broken as our generations of stress and illnesses increase over the years and more and more generations are breaking more and more DNA because of negative beliefs which causes stress. So the idea is to stop the stress. When we come back from the break, I'll get into some details about how these beliefs cause the stress. Don't go away. Your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Running is one of the fastest growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In-Flight Running Show with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running, whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Before the break, I spoke about what cellular memories are. And now let's talk a little bit about why these negative cellular memories or the the memories that cause the negative beliefs cause us to get ill. You know, it is through the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton as a a cell biologist that um, we know that our beliefs or how we react to our environment. He was cloning muscle cells, and he discovered that individual muscle cells would react to their perception of the environment, not the actual environment that these cells were being raised in. And really, further research is showing that us people, us humans, are reacting to our environment the same way, based on our perception, not what environment is really going on. And another word for our perception is our belief. Let's just take for an example that two people are sitting in the same room which has the same environment. And one person is very afraid of snakes. The other person is a snake specialist or what we call a herptologist. Without knowing what's going to happen, they're sitting in this room in front of a television screen. And on the television screen, suddenly comes on a picture of the snake. Well, the person that is fearful of the snake reacts in a very negative way. They want to run away. Whereas the herptologist stands up and wants to look at that picture of the snake closer. What kind of snake is it? How big is it? You see, it's the perception of those individuals that created their reaction. The one that believed snakes were to be feared wanted to run away. The one that believed snakes were to be studied wanted to get closer. That is how our beliefs control what we do. And our beliefs that are in our cells, and remember, this is every single cell of our body that contain our beliefs, and that is plural. We have many, many, many beliefs because of all of these beliefs that are in our bodies, 
it is our subconscious mind that keeps these beliefs active. And since the subconscious mind is a million, it's actually one million times more powerful than the conscious mind. And so if you've got a negative belief that is ruling your life, the odds of changing your reactions to things just simply by changing your conscious mind, it's a million to one shot. So literally, what you do have to do is change your beliefs on a subconscious level. And that's where it comes down to all of our beliefs are causing our illnesses. And for those of you that are curious as to the how this happens, when we have a negative belief and we we react to something subconsciously out of fear, what it does is releases from our bodies these stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol, or hydrocortisone is another name for the stress hormone. Now, Yes, these are good hormones to have. We have to have them. If you were to remove a person's adrenal glands and they never produced another drop of adrenaline, then they would shortly die. We have to have these hormones. But one of the things that we don't have to have with these hormones is a constant bathing our bodies in those hormones. And every time we have a stressful event, let's just say a real event that um, a, a real snake that is poisonous, that is ready to strike like a, a cobra, You need to react in a way that would save your life, which is called the fight or flight response. And when that happens, our bodies are flooded with the adrenaline so that we can run away or turn and fight. Now, if it's a cobra, you'd have to know what to do to fight the snake, but it can be done. If it's not a cobra, then, or excuse me, if it's not a fighting thing that you can do, then you need to run. And so that adrenaline, what it does in our bodies is it sends the blood to the muscles so we can run. The other thing that it does do is shuts down all non-essential parts of our body. And what I mean by non-essential, we don't have to digest food, so it shuts down our gut. And when it shuts down our gut, it shuts down our immune system. Because really, our immune system is there to fight off bacteria and viruses and things along those lines. So we really don't need that immune system to run away from that cobra snake 
or a saber-toothed tiger, if you will. <laughs> it also shuts down our conscious mind. So when we react rather than respond, that means running away. And that's where our subconscious takes over. Think about it. For those of you that drive a vehicle or a car, if you've ever come close to having an accident, or let's just say just driving somewhere and you automatically stop at the right places, you automatically turn at the right intersection. And that's that's why when they change a stop sign, it used to be a stop sign at that intersection, then they took it away, that you'll still stop. Because that is a reaction. That is an automatic response to your cellular memory that there is a stop sign right there. And you carry the belief that if you don't stop, you will have an accident. And that's probably a very accurate and positive belief. But if the stop sign goes away, you're still stopping because you still carry the belief that you have to stop at that intersection. Even though the powers that be in the government say, oh, we don't need a stop sign there any longer. (laughs) That's why you react rather than respond. Because your subconscious mind is working on those beliefs. It's working on your muscles and your reactions to get you where you need to go when you need to be there. Now, what if you carried the negative belief that that stop sign won't, isn't necessary, I don't need to stop, and whether I stop or not is not going to change my life or cause an accident. And someday you go right, rolling right through that stop sign because you carried the, the, at this, as this description, the negative belief that you aren't going to be hurt by running the stop sign. And lo and behold, you do have a car accident and you are injured. That would change that belief very quickly. Now, let's just go back and say what negative beliefs, though, cause us to have illnesses. What if you carry the negative belief of that you are not a good person? Or what if you carry the negative belief that you can't trust anyone? What if you carry a negative belief that patience is for everybody else? It's not about me. Or what if you carry the negative belief there is no peace for me? The list can go on and on. And 
it can be a fairly extensive list. I won't get into the long list. I will take a single example from that list and we'll talk about how can it cause illness after the break. Don't go away. Answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Hey, welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And today we're talking about finishing up the uh, cellular (laughs) memory discussion. And at the top of the show, I talked about what are cellular memories and how do we get them. And uh, just before the break, I was talking about how these Memories cause our beliefs, and our beliefs cause our illnesses. So let's just take a negative belief that can cause some illness. And let's just say this belief is, there is no peace for me. After all, the name of this show is A Return to Peace. But if you believe 
there is no peace for you, then every time you try to go out and find peace through whatever method, you're going against a belief that you carry, which is there is no peace. And when you go against that belief with a conscious thought, you are causing stress. And the negative memory in and of itself is stressful because down deep in your deepest soul and heart, you really want peace, but you carry a belief there is no peace. So that belief is causing a fight-or-flight response. Now, how can that belief possibly cause us to think that our lives are in danger? It's about the way we were built to live. Our basest instinct, our basest instinct is to survive. And if our belief says that in order to survive, I have to not have peace. But your desire is to have peace. Those cellular beliefs saying no peace That is the way to survive. That pushes out the fight or flight hormones and constantly flooding every single cell of our body day in and day out with the stress hormones. Now, we were built to survive. And when you have a lot of stress in your life, that's why Exercise helps. That's why people who love to run, love to do marathons, love to work out, because not only does it clear out those stress hormones, which are bringing you down, but it also brings in another hormone, which is that feel-good hormone. And that's at that by the way that's oxytocin is the name of the hormone it is the love hormone and that's why when we are in love flooding our bodies with that feel good hormone that our stress levels go down but then they'll come right back up the second we stop working out, the second that we fall out of love or we're not constantly flooding our bodies with love, which, by the way, you can do. You can flood your body with love when you learn how to. And it can take a while. The thing that has to be done is to change those negative beliefs at a cellular level. 
Did you know that every thought that you have creates a new neural pathway or a new memory? And if you have an event happen in your life that is for lack of peace, since that's what we're talking about, let's just say, let's take the well-known event of 9-11 here in the United States. That was certainly not a peaceful situation. (laughs) And people that lived thousands of miles away from New York City, say they lived in San Diego, were watching that on the television. Not once, not twice, but hundreds of times. And it was flooding our memories. Every thought, everything that we saw was flooding us with a new memory in this case and for this discussion of lack of peace. And that added to the belief of there is no peace for me. And added to the stress. And so eventually, another situation happens that adds to that lack of peace, stability, or or belief. We're calling that kind of adding to a barrel. If you have a picture of a rain barrel, you put a drop in doesn't seem like much, and it rains, and you you put a gallon in. But eventually, after a while, it adds more and more water to that barrel. And eventually, the barrel gets full, and it overflows. Or you could say, it's a straw that could break the camel's back. And... So that's what happens with the stress. It just adds in there. Even little things, like a child screaming in anger in a restaurant, that adds to that lack of peace, belief. And eventually, even a misbehaving child can put a person over the edge. And how they react to being stressed out, as it were, nobody really knows how they would react. Not even they know. Because they are literally reacting out of that fight-or-flight response. And When they do, they may go up to that child and yell at the child, or they may go to the parents and yell at the parents, or they may do a violent, God forbid, violent act themselves, or they may even just stuff their reaction or their response 
into their bodies, and there is where the disease begins. Now, I'm not saying that you should react outwardly. Sometimes, many times, that kind of response is inappropriate, especially if it's a violent response. But neither should you stuff it. Should you ever find yourself in a situation that you stuff a reaction to a situation that has set you over the edge, that stressed you out, here is my strongest suggestion for you. First of all, know that that reaction is because of a negative belief that you carry. And it doesn't matter what the negative belief is. The child was just the straw that broke your camel back. (laughs) Realize that your reaction is because of stress, which is because of a negative belief. Then you need to do a little bit of investigation as to maybe what the negative belief is. And because that can take some time and some time in healing, there are some methods that can actually begin the healing without having to know what's going on. One of the things that you can do is take a deep breath, close your eyes, and what is a picture of love? I'm not saying a picture of peace, but a picture of love. They may be one in the same thing, but they don't have to be. If your place of love is a place, then go there because you love going there. Take that picture of a person that you love and loves you or just that you love and go there mentally. Or if it's a thing or a pet, bring those pictures into your mind. It doesn't take long. And even though you might have stuffed a reaction, the love that you're putting into your mind memory will help diffuse rather than stuff the stress. By the way, when you have a memory of patience or of peace, that is, there's no peace for me, it really will affect the GI, the gut. And so for people that have negative beliefs surrounding peace, you will tend to have a lot of intestinal gut disorders because that's the first thing that breaks with peace. Folks, when we come back from the last break, I will go into some more techniques that you can do to begin to heal your negative beliefs. Don't go away. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Today we are talking about cellular memories, what we can do about those negative beliefs that those cellular memories cause. Just before the break, I was talking about how we can get our stress barrel full every time there is a situation that causes a negative belief to be revived in our bodies. And how every time we get a situation that happens to us, it adds to our stress barrel, as it were. And when you get overflowing with stress or stressed out, you can break. And some people break by responding in a negative way, or I shouldn't say respond because it's reacting in a negative way. And my example was a screaming child in a restaurant that they would actually come and physically do something by yelling at the child, yelling at the parents, yelling at the server, you know, whatever. What you need to do is be noticing of what you want to do and do something right away to help reduce that stress in your body. One of the ways is to Take a deep breath and bring in a picture of love. Another immediate thing that you can do when stress sends you over the edge is a tapping technique, uh, tapping or EFT, and right on your sternum, kind of halfway between there's a little notch in where your throat is, and 
on women where the bra goes across on the sternum, that's that little breastbone, halfway in the middle there, take two fingers, your first two fingers, even one finger, and tap on that spot. It's an acupuncture point that can help you release some of the tension going on. You can even say something like, relax, relax, whether you say it aloud or in peace. There is another area with tapping that is on the forehead, right not between the eyebrows, but in that location right above the bridge of the nose. That's what a a tapping can do to help you relax. But ultimately, what has to happen is to change the negative belief. And when you have a chance, then is when you need to do some energy techniques that can change this negative belief at a cellular level. And the reason that I say energy techniques is because your conventional things like talk therapy only keep that negative belief going and going and going. Because every time you talk about it, you're reminded about it. And it's not being released. There are several energy techniques to release. I just spoke about one, EFT. And prior to EFT, there was a rapid eye technology, RET, that helps release negative beliefs. There is chakra healing, and that's working through the... There are five different areas in the body called chakras that those negative beliefs can be released through chakra work. They can also be released through acupuncture. But you do have to find a good acupuncturist that knows how to release these negative beliefs, not just get the the chi flowing with acupuncture. There is also the healing coats. And those of you that have been following me for all these shows, you know that's what I am about and what how I work is through the healing codes. And the healing codes release these negative beliefs by changing the energy of that belief or shall we say eliminating that energy of that negative belief by using the hands positioned at four different areas around the head and neck. And maybe it's my background as a dentist that I really trust things that are going around the head and neck because it's an area that I know. All that as an aside. What I encourage every single one of you to do that are listening, if you have not already gotten the healing codes, either the manual or the book. The book is written by Dr. Alex Lloyd, and that's spelled L-O-Y-D. 
or the manual through the healing codes and you can get the manual go to my website thehealingwhisper.com and on my favorite things you can find the manual the manual is a little bit deeper involved in using the healing codes this is how you will begin to release all of these negative beliefs caused by the memories and whether it is a memory that you created yourself or it is a memory that you inherited from generational memories it doesn't matter because you can heal these by releasing them and once you release the negative belief caused by the memory then you can begin to heal because that part of your body which is likely to break because of that particular negative belief now the body can take over and do what it was designed what it was created to do and heal so on my next show we'll be talking some more details about the healing codes themselves and what you can do and how you can start to release these negative memories folks you can find me on facebook go ahead and like my healing whisper page on facebook ask any question yes even through facebook you can tweet any question that would be dr marianne chase LinkedIn again Dr. Marianne Chase. YouTube Marianne Chase. Uh I I have several YouTube playlists of things that really are are go with what's helping people to heal. And as I said just a little bit of go my website thehealingwhisper.com and if you're on twitter and you have a mobile device download the meerkat app because once maybe twice a week i go on meerkat and do a healing code stress release custom guided code session it's only a 15 minute thing and uh, but it's a thing that will last you for 24 hours you can write down the codes that we did and do them again in 24 hours and that will help keep you de-stressed so folks until next week as king solomon said above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it blessings Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the Healing Whisper of Return to Peace. Please join your host Dr. Marianne Chase again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Music